territorial dominance discovering your place and staying there there's something you must understand of who you are and your place god created places before he created man places are older than people so to have territorial dominance or to have dominion over the things there is a territory that has been defined for everybody if you don't discover your place whether spiritually in your soul and physically you may never experience dominion there is a place for everyone the place of your dominion your reign your rule is confined to a certain territory this ordained place is what necessitated your creation now your word in season hallelujah it's a great blessing to be here goodly heritage conference maiden conference come on celebrate jesus hallelujah i really want you to pay attention we are here for information information that would bring impartation for success i really want you to pay attention to the word of god hallelujah when god wants to visit a people he sends his word so for the word of god to be present in a place that is god's presence he says he sent his word and delivered them from their destruction Psalm 107 verse 20. Hallelujah. He sent his word and healed them. He sent his word. So when he wants to accomplish something, he sends his word. And healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So deliverance from destruction is only possible when the word of God is present he sent his word so I want you to know that the word of God is coming to us tonight these three days pay attention to the word <laughs> tell somebody pay attention to the word of God he says in the beginning was the word the word was with God and the word was God those that pursue God apart from his word always get deceived but when your focus is on his word you always find him hallelujah so these three days i want you to pay attention and hear and once you hear and understand i tell you you will be converted you will be transformed somebody say amen is he Understanding is so cardinal in the journey of life. When you have no understanding, you can easily be in bondage. Understanding, 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 understanding. Having access to the right information and having an understanding of that information delivers you. You know, the Bible, the Bible interestingly says that if you forsake understanding, he says, you shall be part of the congregation of the dead. The congregation of the dead. That means what keep people bound 
and dead in situations is the lack of understanding. Let's read Proverbs chapter 21 verse 16. I love the song that Lady Ruth sang. He said, get understanding. Wisdom is the principal thing. Listen to this. The man, the man that wandered out of the way of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. The one that wandereth out of the way of understanding, where will he abide? He shall remain in the congregation of the dead. So if you want to get out of the congregation of the dead, those that are called dead in any situation, what do you need? Understanding. But he says, when you wander out of the way of understanding, you will remain there. So what keeps even many believers in the state they find themselves, which they don't like, is the lack of understanding. And the meeting they will miss is the meeting that would bring them the information they require. <laughs> so you want to get out of the congregation of the dead, get understanding. He says, wisdom is the principal thing. And with all thy getting, because you see, man is a getter. We want to get. What do you think? Yes. You see, all the time you want to get some things. He said, with all, with all, with all, with, with all thy getting, get understanding. With all thy getting. Don't get every other thing and you leave understanding out. You get the point? Don't leave understanding out. Because if you depart or wander out of the way of understanding, where do you remain? In the congregation of the dead. Any dead situation, when understanding comes, you are out of there. The physical manifestation may look like it takes time, but once understanding has come, you are out of that place. I see somebody out of any place of confusion in the name of Jesus. As understanding comes to us these three days, I see you being taken out of the congregation of the dead and I see your feet planted on solid rock. And I see you becoming a mighty one in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a living amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These three nights, my focus is going to be on three main realms. Three main realms. <laughs> and I'm going to be dealing with territorial dominance how to have territorial dominance. So in that, I'm going to focus on discovering your place and staying there. Discovering your place and staying there. Then God willing, tomorrow I will look at eternity and time in respect to your purpose. Eternity and time in respect to your purpose. Then on Friday, we are going to enter building your image which those in the modern world will call branding somebody will say is it not a secular subject i was teaching on the principle of protocol and someone sent me a message and said this semester i am doing a course on diplomacy and protocol and the things you are sharing you are doing very well I'm like, hey, 
I'm not lecturing. I'm preaching the Bible. I've not gone to look for some syllabus from some protocol lecturer. And I'm, no, it, it's a subject in the scriptures. Building your image. And I want you to pay attention. You know, when God called me, he showed me a vision where the sheep I saw turned into people. Then the people, some were sick, tattered, bitten, battered. These words I borrowed. <laughs> then he asked me to speak. Then when I started speaking, streams of water gushed out and anyone that it touched was healed. Listen carefully. If you connect to what I see, that is where something happens to you. I, I hope you are getting it. So listen and you'll be blessed. You will see. If Jesus tarries to come, you will thank me in 10 years' time. You will thank me. You will say, thank you, Pastor Christian. <laughs> Hallelujah. So territorial dominance, that is discovering your place and remaining huh, or staying there. That will deal with eternity and time in respect to your purpose. Okay? Then we'll deal with building your image. Hallelujah. Now, before I proceed, um, tonight, I'm just going to take some few minutes. Tomorrow, let's come early. All right? Praise God. <laughs> Glory. Before I proceed, let me say this. For you to really be fired up well, to live a successful life that has been given to us by God through Christ Jesus, you must defeat the fear of death. You know, death rubbishes everything on earth. It's almost like, okay, so all we are doing, one day you just die. If you don't defeat the fear of death, which in a way, in Africa, it's almost like that thing is in our face. And sadly, even in the church, we make it feel like you can die at any time. And therefore, you realize that there's a certain fear, there's a subtle fear that grips our hearts. And instead of really living to our best, bringing forth our best performance, <laughs> let me use that term, we tend to be limited because of the fear of death. Listen, the fear of death is more dangerous than death itself. The fear of death. The fear of death. Now, I want you to come to that place where you shatter the fear of death. You say, I'm not afraid of you, death. And I'm not dying prematurely. I will live to fulfill the number of my days in the name of the Lord Jesus. What did the Bible say? Proverbs 18.20 uh, says what? Death and life. They are where? In the power of the tongue. Premature death has no place in my life. I thought you would say it with me. You know, in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14 and 15, look at, look at that place. Let, let's, let's read the scriptures. Ayada Bahasha. Adika Padisaka Todo. Let's start from verse 14, please. 14, from verse 14. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews 2, verse 14. He says, for 
as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same. Talking about Jesus. That means he became flesh and blood. Okay? Then he says, that's true through death, he might destroy him that had the power of death. That is the devil. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. He came so that he would die, so that through death he would destroy he that had the power of death. Who? The devil. Then look at verse 15. If you can read here. I want all of us to read verse 15 and online. Come on, let's read. And deliver them. Who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. What keeps men in bondage is not death. Because Christ has already defeated he who had the power of death. Which is the devil. What keeps men bound now? The fear of death. I always tell people, why do you have to be scared by death? Or with the message of death before you leave right? I don't get it. Why, why, why do you want somebody to tell you, you are going to die? Then you say, hey, I'm going to die. Then you want to now leave right. Come on. Why should you be scared? Be careful of fear. For fear is a neutralizer of faith. Be careful of fear. Fear neutralizes faith. Fear neutralizes faith. So he tells us, he says, he has not given us the spirit of timidity. Huh? Or fear, but the spirit of power, love, and sound mind. Sound mind. When there's fear, there's no sound mind. Your mind is not sound. You realize that you have no rest. Shout with me, I will not die prematurely. Come on. Shout it, I'm not afraid of death. Shout it, the fear of death is paralyzed in my life. Shout it, I'm full of life. What did he say? What did he say? The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that they might have life and have it to the full. Then why are we now dominated by the fear of death? I'm full of life. I'm full. The fear of death is paralyzed in my life. Okay, so I know that one day this life in the flesh will expire. But I'm not afraid of that. I will live life to the full. I'll be like Abraham. He said he was full of days. <laughs> he died in a good old age. Hey, Pastor, why do young people die? Come on. I don't have to answer that question. I said I will not die. Uh, come on. What, why do you have to be bothered about? You see, you worry yourself about too many things. Say yours. <laughs> Glory to God. You know, one thing that I've realized is that we disturb ourselves with too many things. Do you know as we hear, you don't even know what is happening in the washroom. Why should you get yourself disturbed about somebody? Say, okay, why are people, why are people what? I said that the fear of death is paralyzed in my life. Ah, we will all have gray hair. We will grow old. If Jesus tarries, we will live life to the full and make an impact in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout a living amen. amen. That's right. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, if even somebody is appointed unto death, he must be rescued. 
Psalm 79 verse 11. You know, I want to give you two or more witnesses of what I'm saying. The next time you wake up and the thoughts of fear grips you and it's like you are going to die, you are going to say, I will not die. <laughs> and if you came here with such a demon tormenting you, listen to this. Give it to us. The book of Psalm. Psalm 79, verse number 11. Come on. Project it for us. He says, let the sign of the prisoner come before thee according to thy, the greatness of thy power. Preserve thou those that are appointed to die. If even you are appointed to die, by the power of God, may your life be preserved. You will not die prematurely in the name of Jesus. Any arrow of death sent against anyone, I stand as God's servant and I decree and I declare it is aborted, it is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Ah, ah, ah. Psalm 102. Let's read another one. Verse 20. I said, until this thought, this fear of death is destroyed all the time. Whenever you want to bring out your best, there's this thing that restrains you. He says, to hear the groaning of the prisoner, to lose those that are appointed to death, to lose them. If anybody is here or watching online, if you are appointed to death, I command those chains to be loosed. That appointment is cancelled in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a living amen. Now let's move on to our subject. Territorial dominance. Discovering your place and staying there. Please understand this. That when God created man, he crowned man with dignity, with glory. He crowned man with dignity, not with shame. Anything we see, that is not, or that will not fit the definition of glory, came as a result of the fall of Adam. Understand this. But Jesus came. And when Jesus came, what did he come to do? Remember, he says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. For all have sinned. And done what? Fallen short of the glory of God. But God crowned man with glory. My life, your life, must show forth glory. Not shame. Not shame. Psalm 8, verse number. Let's read from verse number 1. I want you to understand something. The book of Psalm. Okay. Let's start from verse 4. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? Verse 5, he says, For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. <laughs> crowned him with what? Crowned him with what? Crowned him with what? Crowned him with shame. Crowned the man with what? Glory and honor. Beauty. Splendor. Dignity. Then, verse 6, he says, Thou madest him to have dominion 
over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Ah! He says he made him a little lower than the angels. Please. The word angels there is Elohim, which is God's. Plural for God's. All right? So you can read it as, for thou hast made him a little lower than Elohim, which is God's name. Elohim. Description of God. Okay? Elohim. You know, in the Elohim, there are classes. Then he says, you put everything under his feet. You crown him with glory and honor. But what happened? The man fell. But why did Jesus come? Hebrews. The book of Hebrews. We came to get understanding, innit? The book of Hebrews, chapter 2. Let's start from verse 6. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 6. Kadibasa. But one in a certain place testified, saying, what is man? So he says, one in a certain place. So we have read in the book of Psalm where he's making reference to. But see, some of you sometimes, when you don't remember the reference of the Bible, you, you get, you say, e, I don't know the Bible. Look, you shouldn't know. You should, uh, Paul had forgotten. He said, one in a certain place. <laughs> sometimes you remember the scripture, but you don't remember the reference. Just coast it. One in a certain place. Somewhere in the Bible. It is written there. But one in a certain place testified, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Or the son of man that thou visitest him? Verse 7. Thou made, madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor, and didst set him over the works of thy hands. Isn't all the place he's quoting? Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all things in subject, all in subjection under him, he left nothing. He left nothing. He left nothing. That is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. Because you see, the man fell. And now we, when you look at our lives, it's as if not everything is under our feet. It's as if some circumstances are beyond us. But verse 9. But we see Jesus. So he says, hey, Jesus came to correct it. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. What reduced our rank was death. But then Jesus came to taste death for all of us. So that what will happen? Verse 10. For it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. So now, let's read the next verse. I think it's a good thing to read. For both he that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one. For which cause he is not ashamed to call them what? Brethren. Verse 12. Then he says, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church. Will I sing praise unto thee? Listen to me. So now, by Christ Jesus, we have been brought back to glory. Say glory. glory. Say it like you mean it. Glory. glory. What was the glory? The glory and honor. He says he placed everything under his feet. Somebody say his feet. His feet. His feet. Amen. Now let's proceed. Now that you have knowledge... That through Christ Jesus, he says, 
verse 13. I feel we should read verse 13. Let's go. Verse 13. He says, And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, behold, I am the children which God had given me. Verse 14. Then he comes to talk about breaking the power of death. Are you following the thing? Amen. Then deliver those who through fear were subject huh, to bondage all their lives. So now that thing that degraded man, Jesus has come to be a partaker of and now he has brought man back to glory. So, now that you have this knowledge, there's something you must understand of who you are and your place. Now, God created places before he created man. So, the earth as it is, is older than any man that is on it. Places are older than people. Come on. Am I communicating? Eh? Praise God. So, to have territorial dominance or to have dominion, remember he says that he made him to have dominion over the work of his hands. And there was nothing that he didn't put under his feet. But for you to exert this dominion, over, listen carefully please, people of God, over the things, there is a territory that has been defined for everybody. If you don't discover your place, whether spiritually, in your soul, and physically, you may never experience dominion. And you may think the word of God is not true. Then when you look at even people who don't know the Lord, you may think they are excelling more than us. But that is not the case. There is a territory. There is a place for everyone. Praise God. Look at somebody say, there's a place for you. There's a place for you. Tell the person, there's a place for you. Beautiful. So, the place of your dominion, your reign, your rule, is confined to a certain territory. You must have this understanding. If you don't have this understanding, dominion will be difficult. Am I communicating? So, if, for example, you leave your territory and enter somebody else's territory, the person may have dominion over you. The person whose territory you have entered may have dominion over you because you have left your territory. Amen? For example, for example, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Okay, so what are you doing in the place of sin? That is not your territory as a child of God. Therefore, the one that has dominion over that territory, who is Satan and his co-host, can have influence over you. Why? Because you have left your territory. He who dwells in the secret place, places, 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 he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He says it is in that place that you will see 10,000, 1,000, and it shall not come. For with your eyes will you behold the reward of the wicked. But when you leave that place, 
that confined area. Oh, that is spiritual, right? That is spiritual. Physically too. Physically too. There are places and territories for everyone. You will get it. You will get it. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. So there are boundaries. Please, I'm setting the tone. Are you following me? There are boundaries. There are boundaries that makes our territories confined. If you stay in those boundaries, there are resources in that boundary. If you step out, you may not have access to those resources. <laughs> For example, do you remember when, um, is it La Côte d'Ivoire that took Ghana to The Hague? I think Ghana and La Côte d'Ivoire went to The Hague. Do you know The Hague? The Hague, um, uh, Holland. Um, that's where the, the, the judge matters concerning nations. Why? Why? When Ghana discovered oil, La Côte d'Ivoire said, it was that time I realized that even the sea is shared. The sea. The sea is also, when you enter certain seas, when you enter certain sea, a certain nation will tell you you've entered our territory. Even the space, air, in the air, they say you have entered our airspace. I didn't know there were even boundaries in the air and boundaries in the sea. La Côte d'Ivoire said that the oil that had been discovered was in their waters. Then Ghana said, no, it is in our waters. Then they had to go to court, international court. Then the map of the seas were looked at. Then the line. Oh, Ghana. Look. The demarcation is serious. <laughs> Ghana wouldn't have had that, that oil. Oh. So, he whose territory is controls the resources. He whose territory is, he has dominion over that territory. I pray you get it. Only one person feels like clapping. You can't clap. <laughs> Amen. So when you are in the place or within the place God has given you, I tell you, you will discover your place, huh? And you will stay there. When you are within that place that God gives you, that's when you have dominion. Please follow me. Now, look at the scriptures. You will see God instructed people to stay in certain places. It was not every place that you would tell somebody go to. And if you think that every place is the same and it's not your place, there's a problem. Adam and Eve, after he created them, he said they should have dominion. Then he planted a garden place. Then he brought them into the garden. When they decided not to abide by protocol, what did he do? He kicked them out of that place. That place. That territory. That set boundaries. Where everything was. They had to now go and struggle. Belagasticos. Grentostahis. 
Okay, okay, let's pick another example. Let's pick another example. There's famine. Everybody's migrating to Egypt. God appears to Isaac and says, don't go there. Stay in this place. And so in this same land. And here, I will bless you. Others were there. He received an instruction that the place you have dominion is this place. Boundaries. Don't move out of here. Am I communicating? Then, what was he supposed to be doing? He was digging back the wells of his father. Digging the wells of his father. I pray for every father here, you will have some wells. That the next generation will draw water from your wells to sustain that generation. You see? Yeah. The waters of his fathers were drawn to sustain that generation in famine. That's why I tell fathers, build a house. If you don't build a house, your next generation, you make them suffer. They don't start at a certain place. Those who parents build houses start at a certain place. Again, those who, whose parents start companies start on a certain pedestal. Fathers, all the male figures here say, say I hear you, pastor. I hear you. You say, I'm a father. I'm a, I'm a father. Your ability of being a father, being a father is not because you're able to produce the picking. <laughs> a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Can you imagine? A good man thinks about two generations from him. Two generations. Two. You know, when I say these things, it is very practical in my life. I came to meet my dad. He had built a house. I have lived in my dad's house. I have given birth to my children. Can you imagine? That means my dad, what he did, has taken care of two generations. In the name of Jesus, every male figure here, may you build houses. May you be a good father. May you be considered as a good man. What about the females? (laughs) The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Hallelujah. Somebody say, ah, my father has not built a house. Look, maybe it is because of you that your dad has not been able to build a house. Maybe it's because of because the expenses you have brought to the family. Your school fees alone. So maybe certain things didn't work well with your father. Don't go and say that my father didn't build a house. Ah, the good man that they like. Look, don't start talking anyhow to your father. Leave your father alone. <laughs> decide that one day you will build one for him and pray that your parents will live long to see the glory of God manifest in your life in the name of Jesus somebody shout a living amen. amen he told Isaac don't go okay another another example Cain and Abel do you know Cain wouldn't have succeeded in killing Abel if Abel was in the sheep's pen Genesis he was able to convince Abel to move him into the field because that is where he, he had dominion. Abel had dominion with where the sheep was. Cain had dominion in the field. So the Bible says in Genesis, let's read Genesis chapter 4. Allah birikitasi sasasa. So please, if Ghana is your place, don't rush and move out. Uh, you'll be sorry. 
If America too is your place, uh, my prayer is that the Lord will guide you into your place. <laughs> I know some people didn't respond, amen, because ah, some people have found themselves in wrong places. And in that territory, in that confined area, they have no dominion because they were not supposed to be there. If you get this tonight, we are going to pray. And Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field, not, not where the sheep was, when they were in the field, that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. I pray nobody would defer, defer you and move you out of your place. Defer, defer you and move you out of your place. Listen carefully, listen. The devil knows he can't kill you when you are in your place. You are too powerful. In your place, you are powerful. Very powerful. That's why if you're a married man, don't leave that place of marriage. Don't let another girl defer, defer you. The moment you step out, you see now the enemy wants to kill you. Listen, the, Satan's plan is to end your life. That, that is his, his plan. He cometh not back for to steal, to kill. Stay in your place. I love it when the scripture speaks concerning husbands focusing on their wives. He says, drink water out of your own system. Let your own fountain satisfy you. I quote that scripture to my wife. He says, hey, you like this scripture? <laughs> I quote it. I quote it to her. I quote this scripture to her. He said, drink waters of thy own system and running waters out of thine own well. He was warning against the strange woman. He was warning against the strange woman. When you see a woman shaking and all that thing, and it's not your wife, your wife is there, the woman is shaking, 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 showing you things. Say, look, she wants you to come and drink strange water. <laughs> strange waters. <laughs> People of God, if you're a husband here, Stay with your wife. Stay in your place. If you wonder. Another example that we move on. Nehemiah was given an assignment by God to build the walls and the temple. Then Sambalat and Tobiah wanted to distract Nehemiah so that they can get him. Do you know what? They send letters. They send people. To go and tell Nehemiah, come out, come out. We want to have a meeting with you here. What? Nehemiah said, me, I'm not leaving this war. If you like, come here. Because Nehemiah had a revelation that if they came there to that place where God had given him assignments, he would defeat them. But if he moves out of his territory into their territory, they will have an upper hand. They will have an upper hand. They will have an upper hand. Nobody will be able to lure you out of your place. There are some of you, you moved out of the ordained, ordained place you should have been. Because somebody said, this other place is good. Though. Then you listen to them. 
you left before you realized that you have missed something. May the Lord help us to stay in our place. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I'll stay in my place. I'll stay in my place. Shout it, I'll discover my place. And I will stay there. I hope you are following. Proverbs chapter 27 verse 8. I love reading the scriptures. Do you love it? When the bird is in its nest, it's in its territory and it's difficult to destroy it. He says, the moment it moves out, somebody can catch it. He says, so is a man that wandered out of his place. There's a territory ordained for you. Spiritually, there's a territory. There are bodies we shouldn't cross. Are you getting the point? Physically too. Now, here is what I want you to get. If places are older than people, and everybody that was created, a place was created before that person was created, that means if there was no place for you, you wouldn't have been created. You wouldn't have been born. So let me say this to you. There is a place for all of us. There is an ordained place for all of us. Refuse to be pushed around and bullied and it's like survival of the fittest, isn't it? There's a place for you. Actually, this ordained place is what necessitated your creation. If there was no place, you wouldn't have been created. Nobody here is an accident. Let me tell you something. There is a place of greatness. There is a place of dominion for you. You have a place. You have a place. <laughs> you have a place. You can't be on earth if there was no place for you. The fact is that if there was no place for you on this earth, you will not be here now. You won't be here. You wouldn't have been granted access. There's a place for everyone. That is why you were given access into the earth. So there's a place for you in the earth. This is one of the revelations I have. That is why I'm so confident when I talk about I'll get, I'll build the house up. Because there's a place for me. I thought you would say. Let me tell you something. All those who have created things who now have taken a hold of what man depends on now. They are having dominion because they manifested what they were given. Listen carefully. And now, men are attracted to them. The only creature that God didn't give man dominion over is his fellow man. God never said, have dominion over man. He said, have dominion over the fish. Have dominion over the, the trees. Have dominion. The only one God said nothing about having dominion over is your fellow man. So no man likes being controlled. Oh no. The fish won't fight you when you try to control them. Dogs would bow when you control them. Everything in creation will bow. When you try to force men, they say, hey! What's wrong? What, what? All of us are supposed to have dominion. Not over ourselves. Oh, so then, so then, how then do we have dominion? We don't have dominion over people. 
when you discover you and the resources it placed in you and you release it, then men are attracted to you. Not to rule over them. They are attracted to you. Why? Because they must be blessed with what you carry. And you too must be blessed with what somebody else carries. We don't have it all. One needs this one and the other needs this one. So when we all find our places and manifest, am I communicating? Or you are not getting it? Are you getting it? Are you getting it? So when I try to control you, you see you will rebel right now. Can't control me like that. <laughs> but when I inspire you, I want more of that. Uh, let me go to him. He will give me what I need. What, what, what is it? You see, he will give me what will stir me up. He won't try to suppress me. He will give me what will stir me up. Am I communicating? Hallelujah. So look at somebody and tell the person there's a place for you in the earth. Tell the person there's a space for you here. There's a space for you here. Tell the person it was not given to just a few. Tell the person, all of us have a place. All of us have a place. All of us. All of us. I'm telling you, all of us. All of, all of us. I know some make it look as if they own the earth. We all own the earth, Sam. Tell somebody, we all own the earth, Sam. Tell, tell the person, God gave the earth to all of us. Does it make sense? Yes, Am I speaking sense? Yes. Hallelujah. So you may not be in your place today, but you're on your, on your way. You may be even in a situation right now, a situation that is not pleasant. But you see, listen to me. It doesn't matter how many years you rent a house. If it's not yours, it's not yours. So you can be in a rented place for a long time, but you are going to your own place. Sometimes you are in a situation that is not you. Your place is a place of glory. Your place is a place of honor. That situation you find yourself, it's not you. It's not your place. Uh, tell yourself, I may be renting now, uh, but I'm not a tenant. I am a landlord. Uh, maybe you are, you are borrowing now. Uh, you tell yourself, this place of borrowing is not my place. I belong to a place of abundance and I am going there. Are you listening to me? I, it may look like things are not working now. Ah, but refuse to define yourself by that place you find yourself now. God has defined a place for you and you are going there in the name of Jesus. So you see, that place of dominion, that place of rulership, he has already told us that is your place. That is your place. That is your place. <laughs> Am I communicating at all? So, it doesn't matter how long you spend in a place. It doesn't qualify that place to be your place. Okay, okay, simple example. The children of Israel were in Egypt. So, there were children who were born in Egypt, who were not from Egypt, and they were not Egyptians. They had to now be transported by God from Egypt into their place. Come on. Yeah. So, probably you were born into a poor family. Everybody around you crooked. It looks like there's no hope. Look, don't give up. 
you must say, this is not my place. You must discover your place in God and decide you are going to that place and you will stay there. Is somebody listening to me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. How do you start journeying out of places that are not your place? You see, when a place is not your place, you feel very uncomfortable in that place. There's discomfort. You say, this is not my place. And when knowledge comes to you like this, it is opening you up. And you say, no, I'm not staying here anymore. So, irrespective of the situation you find yourself in, people of God, I want to tell you, the place of glory is your place. And as you are dissatisfied with your current state, I see you making advances towards your place. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a living amen. Shout it like you are here. I take it as one that is pregnant. The baby in the womb, that is not its permanent place. It is just passing through the womb. Are you following what I am saying? And I tell you, when does the pain get great? When it is time to leave that territory and enter into the territory where he also have his place. In the name of Jesus irrespective of the pains you are going through now. Don't give up on yourself. I tell you, you are coming out of that place that looks like it's restricting you and I see the Lord pushing you out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We may have been born in wrong places, but we refuse to settle there. That is why God God actually permits migration. You may even have been born in Ghana. I know some people like what I'm going to say. Oh yes. Oh yes. As much as the descendants of Abraham were not supposed to live in Egypt forever. As for Joseph, that is where his throne was. And he even died there. <laughs> I think you, you like this part of the message. <laughs> Where was he? Where was he? In the midst of wicked brothers. In the midst of wicked people, wicked intentions, all the time dreaming wicked about him. Then God took him. That was not his place. And sent him. When he was going, he went even as one that was bought as a slave. But when he got there, he went through things. He went through pains. He went through troubles. But that was his place. In that same place was his throne. I pray that as I speak, the spirit of God will minister to you. Because he is good at the specifics. He will minister to you because sometimes you are going through a lot of heat, but in that place is your throne. And sometimes you find yourself in the wrong place, wrong environment, with the wrong people. You must be taken out like Joseph and taken into the right place, the right environment, where your gifts, hey, where your gifts what made Joseph become great in his place? His gifts, his abilities that God placed in him, his potentials. Ah, 
Where did he go to school to learn administration? He had not gone to any school. He didn't go to Egypt school of business, but he knew how to manage. He knew how to arrange things. He had a gift. And with that gift, that gift made room. Listen carefully. Listen carefully. He gave us gifts and abilities to have dominion over the earth. So, until you manifest what you carry, dominion is not in view. It looks like I'm preaching. I, I wanted to speak gently, but you are pulling something out. Is somebody here at all? Glory to Jesus. So God permits migration. <laughs> he permits migration. And he has appointed some of us to be immigration officers. You know? Spiritual immigration officers. Have you seen physically their immigration officers? Who stamp somebody's passport and gives him access into a territory? All right? And when he is legal or legally, he legally entered that territory, even the police force and the authorities there protects the person. Okay? Ah. That means if you are illegal in a certain territory, you may be called a different name. Illegal immigrant. Alright? But now I came to tell you, that place you find yourself in that situation, you are permitted to migrate. And some of us are spiritual immigration officers. And in the name of Jesus, I put a stamp on your, your, your migration. From that state of poverty, from that state of confusion, into a realm of peace, glory and honor, in the name of Jesus. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. How do you discover your place? Now I'm talking about in the earth. Okay? I have so much to share. Let me say this. Remember, you were not born to dominate another man. So, for example, even in a marriage, you know, I don't try to dominate my wife. When a husband tries to dominate the wife, that marriage doesn't work. The wife, the wife doesn't like to be dominated. Because in her too is the seed of dominion. That's why he said he blessed them. And he said to them, have dominion. He didn't only tell the man. He didn't tell only the male. He told the man, male and female. Are you getting the point? One wonderful thing that will help a man's wife support him fully is, to, is for the husband to help the wife bring out what is in her. Her gifts. Write this down. You were born to dominate an area of gifting. You were born to dominate an area of gifting, 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 gifting. You were born to dominate an area of gifting. So when you identify the unique potentials and gifts God gave you, and you nurture them, listen carefully, you nurture them and deploy them, you realize that men are attracted to you. That is why on this earth, those that identify their gifts or potentials and bring things out by their creativity, 
you realize that <laughs> men are attracted to them. And because they deploy themselves, they employ others. Those that deploy themselves are those that become employers of labor. Because many people don't deploy themselves. <laughs> many people don't even recognize what they carry. The unique abilities that God placed in them. And I pray, you know, because especially in the continent of Africa, we are not inspired to aspire. That's why all the young people want to run away from the continent. And they are also making it nice. They advertise it. There are jobs here, come. There are jobs here, come. There are jobs. Listen, there are jobs here, come. There are jobs. There are jobs here, come. So you see, you see, See, the average man looks for a job. The man who wants to have dominion searches himself to find his potential and deploy himself. Are you getting what I'm saying? The average man looks for a job. So the average man doesn't want to go through the pain of the price to become great because he wants someone else to bear the burden of paying him at the end of the month. But those that pay people think differently. They think differently. They think differently. So you see, everybody wants to sell something. Majority of people want to sell something. Very few wants to produce something. I tell you, Friday you'll be blessed. Tomorrow you'll be blessed. Because there's something that must bear your image. Something must bear your image. It's like I feel like going ahead of myself. <laughs> something must bear your image. I'm telling you, something must bear your image. What is your image? I'll talk to you on Friday. Abadam biakasa, ulakata hasita, dagadibida hasata. Your giftings, your giftings, your giftings, your giftings. I pray that you not be tied down by jobs. I pray that nobody here will be tied down by jobs. No matter the job you are doing now, I know you are doing it for the paycheck, but you know many people are stressed. They are so stressed. Why are they stressed? They wake up in the morning going to a place they hate. They wake up in the morning going to a place they don't like to go. You, you, know, you, know, you know the hormones of fight and flight, which God placed in us to be able to face things that are dangerous. That is why a mother, if you are not careful, when a car wants to hit a child, a mother can go and stand in front of it and hold it because that hormones is triggered. The adrenaline. Are you getting the point? Yes. Some people are looking at me like I'm from Mass. So he's going to work in the morning and very early in the morning, he's thinking about when he will close. No, no, no. He wakes up in the morning disturbed by the environment he's going to. Why? He hates the environment. He hates what he's doing. But he is there because of the check. And most of the time, by the end of the month, the check is already finished. <laughs> Listen to me. You are royalty. But your royalty will never 
see the light of day if your gifts don't manifest. Let me tell you something. Check the world. Check those who are ruling. I'm talking about ruling the earth. I know men would sometimes want to control. That's why we have dictators who want to rule people's lives. But men are not supposed to be ruled. Men are supposed to be guided to their fullest potential. That is why in the land where they say it's a land of the free. Everybody wants to go there. The land of the free. Where they have a big statue they call Statue of Liberty. Why? Because he says in this land you are free to release yourself. Whatever you want to become, become. Whatever you want to become, become. So in that land, when even you are able to create an emoji that is smiling, you are a millionaire. When you are able to come up with cartoons, you are a millionaire. You are a billionaire. So they discover their gifts. Then they say, uh, I don't think this school is for me. I'm going to concentrate on my gift. And because that land sponsors gifts, they help them then their gifts manifest. Listen carefully. Just recently, I read, I read a, uh, something on the net. One of the richest men on earth is Bill Gates. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Say Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Please, we came here for information. If you think I was going to awaken your emotions, <laughs> I didn't come for that. I'm serious. Great people must be raised. Bill Gates was going to Nigeria and the daughter told him, when you go, look for Bernard Boy. You know Bernard Boy? Oh, I'm glad for you. You're going you're to get to see Bernard Boy. Was the rich man in America, his daughter, doing with Bernard Boy's name? Bernard Boy is an Afrobeats artist in Nigeria. He mentioned another one. So the other time when I went, I was able to see there's another guy there. He mentioned his name. Davido. Davido. <laughs> I actually don't know any of their songs. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. But I read that thing. Then I said, that American girl knows Bernard Boy. And his father, rich man, with inventions, you go and look for Bernard Boy. So, Bernard Boy has attracted Bill Gates' daughter because he refused to be normal. He manifested his gifts. <laughs> I am not a fan of certain news, but I tell you, that some people would have loved that the man who decided to release his gift and become one of the greatest rappers in the history of this nation would have still been with them. So they fight and they want to tarnish their image. <laughs> uh, because you know, you know, the man may not show you a certificate, but when he stands with his gifts, <laughs> why? Doctors spend seven years in school. Now I heard it's six years. 
two years of housemanship, how many people do they gather in stadiums? One announcement by one musician fills the stadium and his trousers is here with a lot of chains around his neck with tattoos and he's shouting and you would even have doctors in the front row. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Your gift is connected to your place. <laughs> I, I hope you are not annoyed at me. <laughs> when you are in the wrong spot, it's as if the word of God is not true. When you connect, the moment you discover what is inside, what he plays there, I tell you, no matter the job you are involved in now, listen, you continue jobbing, continue jobbing, but as you are jobbing, be discovering, be discovering what he placed inside because what is inside is a revelation of your place. What is inside? Why is it that all of us don't have the same stuff? Because everybody has a place. Everybody has a place. Everybody has a place. <laughs> Abadadiba. When you discover what is inside, it connects you to your spot or your place. When you connect to your spot, your gifts come alive. Ah! That is when you don't, you don't even want to sleep because your gift keeps you alive. Every man has a place in the universe of humanity. The universe has a place for your gift. Don't forget that. I pray. As you keep jobbing, as you keep jobbing, somebody wakes up going to the laboratory. Stress. You know, stress is pressure. Pressure, pressure. pressure. He, he hates what he's doing. You know, I listened to a speech by Donald Trump. Then he said, do what you like. What makes you glad? He said, if you find what makes you glad, and when you are doing it, you are happy. There's momentum. When momentum is lost, check it. Why do you hate what you are doing so much? Why? It's probably because there's nothing in here for that thing. Some also wake up in the morning and they are excited. Some are going to teach kindergarten and they are like, hey, ah, Kwesi didn't come to school today. Right after school, he's going to Kwesi. Mama, Kwesi, Mama, no. Why am I? Yo, anyhow, yeah. I tell me, bless you, ne. Grow, 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 more hard, You see how? Oh no. The one that is a teacher, that is here, will have time for each student. The one that is not a, the students bought. When will we close? Have you seen nurses shouting at patients before? <laughs> People of God. So you see, the average person lives in a job forever, his entire life. 
if you live above average, you must discover what is inside of you. So no matter the job you are working now, discover your gifts. Discover the abilities, the unique potentials that he placed in you. Listen to me. That is what, it connects you to your spot, I tell you. <laughs> it connects you to that place that God has for you. That you will shine and you have dominion. Now, if it has to do with, do I move here or move there or move there? That is why we have the Holy Spirit to guide us. That at every given time, okay, you will be at the right place. Physically. Are you getting what I am saying? But that spot prepared for you is connected to your giftings. A fish in water swims with no stress. With no stress. I pray as you are jobbing and you are discovering yourself. Listen carefully. A day is coming. You will shout. Then you will with full force focus on your giftings. Then you will see there's a price to pay all right. But you realize that there's a room for you. For you. And when you do what you are doing and do it so well, many people will be attracted to you. Those who went to school to do whatever course. Whatever course you went to school to do. It was not a waste. When you identify your gift, it will help you. At least you did project. So you studied hypothesis and all of those things. It helps you plan. But it doesn't have much. It will help you organize. Because when Joe Metal is standing to sink... Do you know what the course he did in university? I pray you'll find what he placed in you. For that which he placed in you is connected to your spot. Don't forget this. No matter the career path you are on now, it may not be your place at all. It may be creating stress and confusion. But when you identify yourself, I tell you, a day is coming you will be celebrated. May each of us find our spot by discovering what he placed in us in the name of Jesus. Remember, the opposite of stress is peace. Whatever you are doing that doesn't give you peace. It shows you you are out of place. You may be encouraged by people to finish it. It may even be a course in school. What are you trying to read? They're trying to read. What are you trying But know it for sure. That why has this thing never given me peace? <laughs> no peace. And when you discover it, there are many things I would have shared, but because of time, now you need guidance to nurture it, to develop it. You need mentorship. You need training. You need discipline. You need consistency that you see yourself coming up. Coming up, coming up, coming up. Some people want to, to be successful in one year. You are not serious. He said, two years, you are not serious. Three years, I want to really become, uh, you are not serious. An estimation of 10 years and over. It takes time for the seed to grow and start bearing fruit.
And when you have found that seed, and now through dedication, through commitment, through consistency, you see, when a seed is found, it is planted, then heat, moisture, it goes through things under. When it is down there, you don't see the seed going through the heat. But with time, it shoots up. Then when it shoots up, it is not in its full state of glory, but it keeps growing. It keeps growing. That's why we have to build a fence around it so that predators will not come to spoil the tender plant. Because you will hear some people say to you, so do you think this thing you are doing will work? Ah, you need those that will shout at you. It will work! It will work. It will work. It will work. Keep at it. Keep at it. Ah, there's a day nobody knows you. There's a day nobody even wants to hear about you. Those are the days the seed is in the ground and the moisture and the heat. Ah, and the skin of the seed is being beaten by the heat and it's going through a metamorphosis, a change that many people cannot see. It is hidden. It cannot be seen. Ah, but the seed is patient. The seed is patient until the day it shoots. Then it starts coming out like something that doesn't look like a tree. But patience. Time. So tomorrow I'm going to talk about eternity and time in respect to your purpose. I want us to pray for just five minutes. Guide me, O Lord, into the places ordained for me. So now you see, if it is an area of business, guide me, O Lord. If it is a place you must go and live, guide me, O Lord. Are you getting it? Then help me to discover the potentials you placed in me that connects to me to my spot of dominion because we dominate by our gifts. Balakasha, tida hasa. Mola kebrediya kasa. Oyakani yebodohoshi. Oyananananananakata. First and foremost, I want us to pray that if you find yourself in the wrong place, the Spirit of God will approach you from there. Are you getting my, my point? In the name of Jesus, whether it is a spiritual wrong place, whether it's a wrong place that is putting stress on you, whether it's a wrong place physically, that the Spirit of God will pluck you and move you towards your right place. Whether it is a circumstance that is not pleasant, where it does not reflect the dominion and the glory God placed on your life, we want to pray in the name of Jesus. Precious Holy Spirit, pluck me out of any wrong place. Pluck me out of the territory that is not mine and take me to the place uh, uh, where you have ordained for me. In the name of the Lord Jesus, lift up your voice. Precious Holy Ghost. Madakaba, block me from the wrong places. Bakala putus, lande mekabash. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says, "No man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of the man that is in him." So you see, your spirit knows what God placed in you. Then he says, no man knows 
what is in God save the spirit of God that is in him then an interesting thing then he says we have the spirit of God in us that means the spirit of God can reveal both what our spirits know and what God has for us are you following it we want to pray by the power of the Holy Spirit let that which God hid in me that carries the key to my dominion on earth let it be revealed unto me let it be shown unto me in the name of the Lord Jesus Lift up your voice and pray. Rasapa de Bresikiti, Randa Dabadiada de Boscapa, Rasapa de Bosapa, Rasapa de Bradabadaba, Rasapa de Brazape, Randa Dabadaba, Padabazapa, People of God, if he did not ordain America as a place for you, you can be in America and be the frustrated person on earth. But if he wants you to be there too, like he wanted Joseph to be in a foreign land, then you must be there. If you think that Ghana is your place, you can be in Ghana and you will travel the whole world, but still you reside in Ghana. And men will travel to come and see you. I never heard Dangote lives in America. Or he lives in America. Not that I know of. The same Niger that somebody lives below the poverty line. And his daily, this thing is less than one dollar. Somebody is building a refinery of billions of dollars. Amoko Usatahas. He was asked, were your family people rich? He said, oh yes. My grandfather was rich. My father was rich. But this my wealth. I started it from the scratch. I didn't inherit it. So he said, oh, he inherited it from his father. <laughs> he said, I didn't inherit it. I built it from the scratch. And he's still there in Niger. You want to pray, precious Holy Spirit. Wherever you have ordained that I be, uh, order my steps. Are you following what I am saying? If it is Ghana, if it is wherever, order my steps. Order, 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 order. Shout it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Precious Spirit of God. Precious Spirit of God. Wherever, Wherever has been ordained for me. Has been ordained for, has been ordained has been ordained for my success. For my, success, for my, dominion, for my dominion. Under my steps. Under my steps may, I find myself may I find myself in the right place. The right place at, the right time, at the right time. May I find myself, I find myself in my place. In my place the, place the place ordained for me. Ordained for me. In, the in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, cause me to meet the right people. Can you imagine if it was Ethiopians that came to buy Joseph. 
He would have landed probably in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. No offense. No offense. Just imagine there was some Ghanaians that were moving uh, people from ancient Ghana. Why is it that the Ishmaelites, the Ishmaelites, who were traders, who were traders, came by that way at that time? And they were on their way to Egypt to trade. The right people. You can meet one person, one, one person. Not many people. One person. You may be in your shop thinking about yourself and one person will walk in. You may put your number online and one person may call you for a business. Friday, be here. Be here. Be here. All those people who want you to work for them, you may work for somebody. But whilst you are working for somebody, you are not working for the person as just one that wants pay. But you will be deploying yourself and the person will be paying you well. You want to pray. Precious Holy Ghost, may I meet the right people ordained to help me in the right way. Ah, in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. By the ministry of the Holy Spirit. By the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And by the ministry of angels. And by the ministry of angels. Guide my steps. Guide my steps. May I meet. May I meet the right people. The right people. Ordained for me. Ordained for me. Ordained for me. Ordained for me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ordained, ordained for my success. For my success. For my promotion. For my promotion. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Lift Jesus. up your voice and pray. pray. One person. In the name of the Lord. Anybody sent by the enemy to distract you? Sometimes you may also meet some people. Evil. By the time you realize you are off. You want to pray. Anyone sent by the enemy to distract me? As I journey into my place, huh? open my eyes to know them. Give me dreams about them. May I know their intentions and their plans so that I will redraw myself. In the name of Jesus, I wish something new that Delilah was a businesswoman who was in for his eyes. I wish something new. God didn't have a problem with you taking women. But the wrong woman came around and he couldn't descend. Couldn't descend. That this woman has come for my eyes. And that was going to be the end of my destiny. You want to pray. Open my eyes to know the wrong ones. The people that have been sent to destroy me. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Father, you gathered us in your presence to instruct us. To unveil things to us. Thank you. 
Now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, anybody that is out of place, anybody that is out of place, thank you that you are guiding us back on track. Spiritually. Anybody that is out of place. Anybody that is out of place. And I pray for your people. Whatever prayers we have uttered tonight. Thank you that your ears are open to the prayer of the righteous. Thank you that things have started shifting in the spirit. Things have started shifting in the spirit. Things have started shifting in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. We are moving into our places. We are moving into our places. We are moving into our places. Our ordained helpers, we won't miss them. We will meet them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Those that have been sent to distract us. To get us out of the paths. May our eyes open to know them. And now finally Lord. If anybody is appointed unto death here. I stand in the gap. And I say no. They will live. And not die. To declare the glory of God. You will fulfill destiny. The Lord will see you through. You'll be guided into your places. Your gifts will find expression. Your place of dominion you will enjoy. In the name of Jesus. You'll be celebrated. Men will be attracted to your gifts. In the name of Jesus Christ. You are blessed. Highly favored. Even in Jesus name. Thank you Lord. Thank you, Father. Can you lift up your two hands? Thank Jesus. God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died. And on the third day, you were raised back to life. And you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, precious Spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by The Shepherd's Stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd's Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other inquiry on 0540-953-017 0540-953-017
0815-953-0017. We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly, Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building, behind the Ejaba building. My Pastor Christian also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30 p.m. at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray, and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.